Welcome to the Feeding and Leading Podcast, featuring Todd Fisher and Andy Taylor, a podcast for church leaders focusing on expository preaching, pastoral leadership, and ministry. Hey, welcome everyone uh, to another episode of the Feeding and Leading Podcast. My name is Todd Fisher, and I am joined by Andy Taylor. Andy, how are you today? Very good. Good. I, I really appreciate uh, pastors and, and others that are listening to this podcast. We we get a lot of good feedback from from folks, and you know we're just we're just trying to do something that might be helpful. And so I even got feedback from a layperson. All right, that is listening. Very good. Is struggling with a call to ministry. Oh wow! And is listening. That's to great. It. Isn't that cool? That's very good. Yeah. All right. So today we want to try to tackle something pretty specific and just trying to be uh, of help to pastors, and that is thinking about planning for the next year. So here we are in the middle of November, and it is time to be thinking about uh, next year. And we've already addressed thinking about next year in terms of your preaching, and uh, Dr. Rummage helped us with that on your preaching. But let's talk more about planning for next year in terms of the church calendar, events, mm-hmm. um, things you could do better, things you need to not do, <laughs> and uh, just trying to identify some things that you want to see happen in the church and to make sure that the things that need to be done in the church in the coming year are done in an effective and smooth way. Yeah, so I think probably most churches, uh, I think actually we're probably a little bit late on this podcast with you guys, but that's okay. We're, it, it, it's all good. Um, most churches are probably trying to do a little bit of planning a little bit before this. I know that uh, when, I, when I was at Arrow Heights, I don't know about when you were at Emmanuel, but we, try, would, we would try to do our planning for the next year about mid-September. Right. But it was never refined until probably around this time. <laughs> and so uh, it's good for us to talk about this. I think the biggest thing, Todd, that that I always wanted to achieve in thinking about next year was evaluating, evaluating mm-hmm. what we did well this last year and what is it that we need to improve on for the next year. It wasn't necessarily just dreaming up new, bigger, better things to do. Uh, it was more about um, what are some of the things that we really want to focus on this next year Maybe it was evangelism. We really need to focus on evangelism this next year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, so where are we going to uh, where are we going to fit that into our planning for for what we do uh, over the course of the following year? Yeah, it's a good time to assess. Uh, a lot of churches do things because they've always done it. <clears throat> I mean, that's just true, right? We do it. That's the way we've always rolling. done it. Yeah. And, of course, there's a whole lot of nuance that has to go with that. Um, I'm not sitting here trying to encourage a, a pastor to, you know, hey, go in there and cut everything. And you, you have a lot of sensibilities there, obviously, understand that. Mm-hmm. But we do need to think about why do we do what we do. And maybe we've always done this one thing just and, – and really, honestly, literally, no one really can remember why, how it got started. And, and right. no one really cares that it keeps going on. Um, so it's a good time to evaluate and a good time to assess what are we doing, why are we doing it, and, and, and is it effective or could we be doing it more effectively 
to to fit what we're trying to accomplish with the vision of the church. Yeah. So, Todd, one of the things that that uh, that I started doing, and by no means did we do it perfectly. And the, if the staff at Arrow Heights listens to this, they'll they'll <laughs> they might laugh. But I started uh, encouraging our folks, our deacons, whoever was was. Um, doing this evaluating process is that each time we had an event, a training, a special service, whatever it might be, is that immediately following it, I wanted for us to actually take some time to write down, I learned this in the Army, three things that we did well, three things that could make it yeah, better. that's good. And then we save it, put it in a folder. Uh, Actually, there are people who probably use computers now. <laughs> and and then we would um, bring that back up the next year so that we could remember, okay, yeah, when we did that widow's banquet last year, mm-hmm. when we did that fall festival, when we did that um, evangelism training or that pastoral care training, whatever it was, um, these things we did really well. We need to do that again. But these things – we could probably do this a little bit differently. Yes. Having a meeting right after the event or soon after, if you have staff, having the the next staff meeting, but you got to jot it down, remind yourself, hey, we need to, how could we have done fall festival better? What what should we have done different? And then the key there is you get, you got to write it down so you remember it. So you got to have it somewhere. And then when it comes back, you know, so if you did if you did um, a thing at Easter, right? Yeah. And you had that little deal. Okay, now here we are this time of year, and we're going to be planning or thinking about it. Maybe it's a good time to talk to pull those notes back out and say, okay, now this time we need to do this differently or that differently. And if you don't write it down or have it somewhere, what's going to happen is the event's going to come along next year, and you're all going to either just totally forget about it, or you're going to say. Didn't we say something we weren't gonna? Yeah. So here's what happens. Here's what happens with my family at Christmas time. Um, Christmas time comes. You know, there's always a couple of strings of lights on the tree that go out or whatever, right? And I throw them away. And then I think to myself, hey, next Christmas, I need to remember to buy a few more strings of lights so that when I put the tree up next time, I won't be frustrated. I never write it down, yeah. you know, and then here it comes. And so being intentional about how you assess and yeah. review those events, keeping that somewhere where you know where it is and using it. Yeah. And I think it's it's great. All about if you're going to have an event, know why you're doing it, and then do it with as much excellence as you can. So in, in planning, in this planning for the next year, that assessment actually helps you to look at this more than once. Mm-hmm. So – what you've done is you've looked at it immediately when you do the event, the training, the special service, whatever it is. Then what you want to do is in your in your planning that you're going to do for the next year that's in the fall, whether it's September, October, November, whenever that is, you get those things out again and look at it. Right. But then just before the event happens, let's say it's that that Easter thing, mm-hmm. like you said, the mm-hmm. egg extravaganza, <laughs> uh, then you get it out again, you yeah. know, sometime in March and you're looking at it again. Yeah. So yeah. those kind of things are are really kind of fresh. So I think evaluation, this is a great it's time good. to assess, yeah. evaluate, and adjust. It's good. So thinking about planning for the next year, I think it's good if you if you have staff – you meet with your staff. If not, you meet with deacons. You meet with volunteers. You meet with whoever the key 
the key folks are that are helping you do the ministry. Right. Um, it's good to have a meeting, and it's good to get a big master calendar out. Mm-hmm. And um, it's good, I think, the the first step you do is you look through that calendar, you take note of when Easter is, you take note of when July 4 is, when Christmas is, when Memorial Day, Labor Day. Yeah. You take note of those. Mm-hmm. And then you put on there the things that you know are just Standing things that you're going to do. Uh, you, you put on there when you're going to do the Lord's Supper. You put on there when you're going to do VBS. You put on there when you go into Falls Creek or church camp. You put on there when you know you're going to have your mission trips or when you're going to do an Easter thing or a Christmas thing, the children's yeah. choir, the whatever it might be. The you, you just go through all of the according to whatever the the culture, the tradition of yeah. your church is, because every church has a thing they do. And first step is you go through the calendar and you put all of those things down on there first. Todd, this is why this is so helpful. I'm just going to give you an example of this. At Arrow Heights, we knew that we wanted to do communion more than once a quarter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you just if you just start the year and go, well, we're going to do communion, this, that, what, you know, just whenever it comes up, you won't. Yeah, you'll end up doing it the four times again. Right, right. <clears throat> but doing it. Twice as many times, eight or mm-hmm. nine, which is mm-hmm. what we did. We, we did it nine times uh, in, over the last three or four years. Well, that's a little bit more complicated to fitting that in than right. you think it is. Right. And so right. that's why this is so important is to do this planning. Right. And then, and then you think of, okay, are there, are there new things we want to try? Um, based on wherever you're wanting to go with, you know, in, in the church? Um, is, there, is there a little event? Is there a training uh, for evangelism or or missions or something. We, we want to do a fifth Sunday seeing, uh, w- whatever it might be. And you think through uh, where you would put those in. And then, of course, the, the key in all this is you're, you're, you're trying not to overlap. And, and the one thing I would throw out there is sometimes it's easy in a planning meeting. You just kind of go – you go a little crazy with, okay, we can do this here. And, this here. and then you step back and look at it. It's like, well, we're going to wear all these people out. Yeah. I mean, there's something every single You better weekend. find some white space. Yes. And and you don't, don't over-calendar. Uh, don't yeah. over-schedule. I think so that's important. One of the things that we always talked about was planning white space. Mm-hmm. And, and that, mean, that meant that some things had to go. Now, pastor, you better be careful yeah, right. about what you say That's right. goes. That's but right. this is important uh, for this planning process is to plan yeah. some of that white space for families. Yeah, and I think deleting events, removing events, modifying events, adding events, you want to obviously do that from consensus, obviously. Lots and, of communication. And, and get a lot of communication, a lot of leadership in there. Yeah. Um, we, we brought this up a little bit when, uh, when Stephen Rummage was our guest. This is a good time – if. Uh, Think about having a theme yeah. for the year. Now, you were the master at this. Yeah, we, we did this at a manual, and we would usually have like a one-word theme. Yeah. And uh, I kind of built that around whatever book of the Bible or books of the Bible I was going to preach through that year. I remember back in the day, you all had the theme word cut out of styrofoam. Yeah, yeah. And painted. I remember one that had like two <laughs> footprints. That were uh-huh. on it, and it, it, that was that was when we, we we I preached through the pastoral epistles, and we did a lot about spiritual disciplines. Yeah, and I don't even remember what the one word theme was. I don't but, either. You know, the, the, but it's the direction. That last year yeah. I was out of manual. 
it was we come out we're out of COVID, and so I preached the Book of Hebrews and just did the Hebrew I did forty five sermons I think out of Hebrews yeah, and uh, I I used the word forward okay. And my yeah. idea there was, first of all, forward fits Hebrews yeah. because the author of Hebrews wrote Hebrews to tell the Hebrews to stop being Hebrews. Yeah, don't go backwards. Don't go backwards to Judaism, even yeah. though it's 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 easier to do that. You you won't you won't find all the persecution you're getting following Jesus. But keep moving forward in Christ. There's no one better, no one greater, nothing you know. And I thought that's good for our church forward, man. Let's let's get out of this COVID stuff. Let's let's and so the the thing that struck me about that, and we talk after we finished the episode with Doctor Rummage, the three of us sat here at the table and we talked about this after we stopped recording. Yeah, I was amazed at how the members of Emmanuel connected vision for our church yeah. with that theme. Yeah. So I did I did that for several years and then there was a couple year window where I thought, okay, our people are probably getting tired of this one word theme thing. Let's let's do something different. And I didn't have the theme like for a couple of years. And I couldn't believe the number of people and even our staff that just said, Man, we we kind of don't feel like there's vision, and, and I'm like, yeah, our, this is the vision of our church. This is what we want to do. But I realized that vision was being so much connected to that theme that we had for the year. So that's just something for a pastor to consider. So this is more than a preaching theme. Yeah, it 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 just kind of permeates what you're doing as a church. It's yeah. like, hey, let's man, let's it's time to move forward. It's time to come back to church. So, did you it's incorporate to, that into some other things? Not, not necessarily, okay. but uh, we would you know, we would do a big giant display. I mean, right. it was it was in front of everybody every Sunday. Yeah, and you know, and then just like Doctor Rummage said. So much of what you are preaching from the pulpit is how you're really leading the church and how you're actually casting vision Mm -hmm. through your preaching. So um, maybe it's just a consideration for some pastors to think about is uh, having a theme, and that relates to whatever you're preaching. Mm -hmm. And then also that can spill into like, uh, hey, we're going to do a theme this year that's an emphasis on evangelism. Okay, well, while we're calendaring some things, why don't we do a who's your one? Yeah, and let's have a training on this date, or we're going to really talk about small groups this year. Yeah. So we're going to do a training, and we're going to do we're going to emphasize, and you can calendar those things. So what you're putting on the calendar, try to think about how it can line up with what you're wanting to see accomplished at your church that year, and yeah. how that fits that theme or that vision, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. So when we when we would do a theme. What I always wanted to do was I wanted to think about the different kind of uh, ministries through the church and how the theme could fit them. So like one year, if we were doing the the theme was serving, well, we were going to do some training for the deacons. On, yeah. on on serving. Right. We wanted to train our uh, we wanted to train and challenge all of our small groups, including our Sunday school classes, to find a service project mm-hmm. that they could do. So uh, that's why this idea of planning ahead mm-hmm. is so important so that these kind of things can permeate right. uh, what, what you're doing. I think it's good to uh, think about even planning like deadlines. Um, yes. It, uh, okay, we're going to have VBS here, 
but we're going to have to have the training our, workshop. Our training workshop. We're going to have to have our communication about recruiting volunteers. We're going to have the deadline for registering, ordering or materials, be, ordering materials. It's good. It's good to calendar those Getting things. volunteers. Yes, yeah, right. It's good to calendar those. Another idea too about thinking about next year is doing like a retreat. Yes, with your staff or with deacons or with key volunteers, whoever's helping you. Um, get if you can get away, do some kind of a retreat. That's that's great. Um, and if not, just staying where doing the whole stay at home kind of thing. But but where where you actually have like, hey, we're gonna take this day yeah. or these two days, even yeah. if we don't go somewhere on a retreat, quote unquote. Right. But we're gonna come to the church, we're gonna do this. We're gonna um, get out a whiteboard. Yes. We're gonna brainstorm. Yeah. We're gonna write down everything yeah. we're doing, everything we wanna do, what we think we can and can't do. Yeah. We're gonna be realistic with each other on right. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And for a pastor, I think you definitely want to do that with the people that are helping you with minute. You know, who, who who's doing youth ministry? Who's doing children's ministry? Who's doing your worship ministry? And getting them all for sure together, where you have an intense, intentional time, yeah. where you're thinking about next year and you're planning, and and it's good, and and that will save a lot of frustration that people might have. Hey, I don't know when this is and what's coming up. I'm unprepared, and uh, and of course. A big part of this, you can put everything in the world you want to do on the calendar, and then if you never look at the calendar and you don't do any of that stuff, then yeah. why did you do all of that? You know, a problem that I had, this is just so practical, and maybe I'm the only not head that does this. <clears throat> the end of the month was always, there was always something that snuck up on me mm-hmm. at the first of the month because I was only looking at the calendar month in front of So October right. – Right, right. Whatever, November, I'm right. only looking at what's in front of me. And then yeah. lo and behold, there's something big I'm supposed to be at on November 2nd. And, you know, yeah. so sometimes you got to put some things on both sides of the calendar just to be a reminder of those deadlines that are coming up. Right. Uh, it's uh, just good planning. One more thing about calendaring is, is being aware of holidays. Yeah. You, you don't want to plan a really big event on fall free days. Uh, I mean, unless it's like a student ministry thing or something like that, right? Or a Memorial Day or Labor Day weekend is you know you probably don't want to do a big deal on the. So being aware of those. Another thing to think about is maybe trying to put on the calendar when you're going to be gone, when you're going to be out of the pulpit, when vacation. you're going to be on vacation. Yes. And now I know a lot of people don't know that that far in advance, but if you do. Get it on the calendar. Yeah. And the more you can do in advance and, and hey, I know we're going to go on vacation the second Sunday of June. Yeah. Go ahead and line somebody up to preach for you. Yeah. And call then you call your regional ministry partner. Yeah. Call Andy Taylor or Todd <laughs> Fisher. They'll come to that. Um, but that's just, you know, you got it in you got it in the can. It's done. It's yeah. per, you don't have to worry. And then if you don't, here you come, and you'll be into the first of June, and you know you're going to be gone on June 14. And yeah. oh, I forgot to get somebody to preach for me, and then it becomes a big frustration. Another thing that happens with all of this planning, and and uh, I, th- I think this is probably the key to all of it, and we're going to do a podcast on this alone. Is all this planning helps you to communicate to the church? Yes, what you're I going agree. to be doing. Yes, that's right. If you if you don't plan, you're not going to have anything to communicate to them. Yeah. 
Right. Uh, and so that's uh, – it's very, very important to do planning ahead of time. Yep. That's good. That's All right. good. All right. I think this – I hope this will be very helpful. There's a lot more obvious to planning than this. It's uh, probably a beyond my administrative pay grade. <laughs> uh, but uh, just, some, just some tips and keys here to help you to do that. Evaluate, calendar, plan, communicate, and have a great – new year i hope next year is just a, the most awesome year for oklahoma baptist absolutely yeah absolutely thank you for joining us again on feeding and leading and we'll see you again soon this episode of feeding and leading has been brought to you by the cooperative program and oklahoma baptist visit us at oklahomabaptist.org or your preferred podcast platform oklahoma baptist advancing the gospel together